Welcome to the Insecure Recap Podcast. I'm sure everybody's like, uh, you're four episodes in? Well, damn it, I don't care, because we're going to recap the last four episodes, kind of, and then definitely recap this last episode. I'm here with uh, Aaron Leanne, also known as uh, my sister. And the inquisitive introvert. And the inquisitive introvert, and I am the introvert adventurer known as Ashley. You don't need to know my last name. (laughs) For security reasons. (laughs) For security reasons. I have a nine to five I'm trying to keep. (laughs) So, um, yeah, let's kick it off. Insecure season three has been upon us for about a month now. It's very quiet. It's a very, it's a quieter season than previous seasons. Yeah, it's a really quiet season that I, that I'm actually enjoying. I feel like this season, especially this past episode, episode four, um, which I cannot remember the title. Is it familiar? Like, yeah, yeah, um, is very much like the season is almost capturing like little vignettes, like day in the life type of things, as opposed to like overall like months passing, things happening over and over, like again, and like these like this big storyline or thread carrying throughout the season, where I feel like that's happening, but it's in these little vignette moments. It's kind of reminded me a bit of like how Atlanta does things. Like mm-hmm. there's an overall season, but then you have these moments. Pockets. Yeah. These little pockets. And this was an example, this past episode, episode four, familiar, like where it was a vignette. It was like a day in a life. Um, well, this season is primarily about boundaries and growing up. Yeah. When you know better, you do better. So let's start off with let's start off with Molly. How is she knowing better and how is she doing better? So she quit, she set some boundaries with Dro. That but she didn't tell her therapist about, which I thought yeah. was hilarious. Which was which was revealed in this this episode. Yeah, because her therapist was like, like who's Dro? She's like, well, actually. <laughs> uh, so that was funny. But then Molly kind of played herself at the law firm. She's with this black law firm now. Um and Last season, we see her kind of transitioning, thinking about does she want to move to a black law firm or to a white law firm, stay with her white law firm, and she goes to the black law firm, and it's not, it's not as cookies and cream as she thought it was going to be. Right. So she's still struggling, trying to fit in. She's struggling with that sometimes when you're the only black person at a firm or one of the few black people in your workplace, you kind of stand out just because you are black. Yeah. So she's not special at this law firm. Right. So she's trying to be special and she kind of screws over two of her colleagues by um, by saying she will work on a project with them and then she goes work with the hotshot lawyer and they're like, oh, okay. okay yeah, that was not a good like, look for Molly. I felt like when you are in those situations where you are the only one, there's this tendency to like overcompensate. You know, like I got to be on top of my game all the time because, you know, they're going to look at me different. I already got like a, a spotlight on me. So let me, you know... You, there's very little room for error. And so I feel like when she went to the to the black law firm, you know, it's just different. You know what I mean? It's more of like a communal, you know, hey, we all work on this project together. There was no need for her to kind of switch up on them like that towards the end. Yeah, it wasn't. And just kind of going back through kind of her trajectory over these four episodes, it has been, she laughed, Aaron laughed when I said trajectory. <laughs> trajectory? That is a hard word to say. But basically, now I forgot my damn train of thought. <laughs> you were talking about Molly's oh, career yeah. projection. Her, her, her trajectory over this season is basically her being like, I don't want to deal with no mess. Like, she's trying to grow up. She's trying to do better. She's trying to make her life work. But there's still something about her that's like, I have to be the best. I have to be stand out. I have to be number one. 
And sometimes you don't need that. Like, you know what I mean? There's no need for that. She's probably over, always over-excelled, over-achieved, and now she can just chill out, and she is not. She doesn't know how. Yeah, she don't know how. Yeah, because that would require some sort of vulnerability or, like, really getting to know someone. And I think Molly struggles with that in intimate situations unless it's with Issa. Yeah, and I thought it was funny how, like, in the first episode, she asked Dro for her key back, and Dro was like, what? Like, what do you want my key back for? So I just thought it was funny how, um, and I know we're kind of jumping around here, but, like, she set that boundary. But then at the same time, she is crossing boundaries at work. Yeah. You see, you see how I did that yeah, there? Yeah, so she, so, she, so she's setting boundaries in her intimate relationships, but, like, when it comes to professional relationships, she still feels the need to, like, protect herself or the... I don't know, hedge or bets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so I like Molly, though. She's my favorite character, aside from Kelly on the show. Yeah, I know. It was like, we haven't seen that much of Kelly this season. I know, season. we need more Kelly. But it was so funny when Issa went to go try to get her credit checked, and she said, no, you cannot move out nowhere. <laughs> like, she was like, where are you going with a 425 credit score? <laughs> how, is, how, is, how is Issa alive with a 425 credit score? I have no idea. No idea. That's hilarious. Do credit scores go on 425? I don't know. I hope to never find out. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Issa, Issa's making some moves. So she quit. We got y'all. Yeah, but we got we to gotta go back. So we were talking about Issa going over uh, her yeah, credit score with Kelly. But okay. So why she was going over her credit score with Kelly was because she was trying to move out of Daniel's house. So, yes. yeah. So that's why we wouldn't get to she quit her job yet because we got to go back to why she was checking her credit score. So she was trying to move out with Daniel, her and Daniel. Um, it's been nice this season to see Daniel besides, like, the producer guy. Yeah. Because, um, like, I, for some reason, I don't like Issa and Daniel together. I don't dislike either one of them, but I don't like them together for some reason. Um, but I think it's interesting how, um, basically, so she moved out of Daniel's house this past episode, um, and he kind of had some feelings about it. You know what I mean? He he was a little hurt. So with that, it was interesting to see kind of where that's going to go. Yeah. And then in the first episode, we're introduced to, I'm going to call him Prison Bay because he reminds me of Prison Bay. And I yeah. feel like he has went to prison because it's something like, it's something a little He doesn't like, have a legal job, I don't think. I think it said in one of the, this last episode that he's a quote unquote barber. But we don't. I don't. I don't know if that if that's true. He could be a. Every barber got a record. Come on, now. It's trying to act like barbers don't have. That's why they barbers. So they got records. <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. So, um, so that's why I think he he just reminds me of Prison Bay. But he seems to be very nice. He seems to be someone who kind of takes Issa out of her shell. Yeah. Um. Someone who is not from LA. Not from LA. I mean, let's talk about the obvious reasons. He's fine as hell. <laughs> um, and I th- is he's something, for lack of a better word, he's something new. A little mysterious. There's no theory. history with him. Yeah. Um, he punched the old dude out in the first episode, <laughs> which I thought that first episode was so funny. The party lift, that was hilarious. The party lift was hilarious. And uh, I'm excited to see where this goes, especially when she finds out that he is definitely prison bay. <laughs> that is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. That is definitely what happened. Absolutely. And also, I do want to go to Worldwide Tacos. <laughs> Our next visit out to L.A. Yeah, yeah. So what do, what do you think? So overall, I feel like this first four episodes is something very 
it's something very quiet about it, but very mature about it, where I feel like in the first two seasons, it was like this struggle, like, I'm a grown-up, but I'm not really a grown-up, and like, I complain about shit that I can change, and then this season's like, I'm changing the shit that I always complain about. They have clarity. They're, they're trying to get clarity. Yeah. And it's, it's good to see them actually setting boundaries and making firm decisions to get clarity. So, um, yeah, I like this season. I was a little worried because they did say it would be different from the, was this the third season, fourth season? This is the third season. Third season, that it was going to be different from the previous two seasons. So, um, yeah, I like it so far. Who's your favorite character that, that in the first four episodes? That's tough. Outside of, like, Molly? Yeah, like, I mean, Molly could be your favorite character in the yeah. first four episodes. I will say Molly. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite character has been Daniel. Because at first I was just like, why does he keep coming up? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But, like, the more and more you see about him, the more and more you see about his struggles, you kind of get kind of, like, his, like, whole... Like, he's not a bad... I think when you first introduced to him in first season, you like, oh, this just a, it's just a nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like like you see kind of, like, some of the struggles and insecurities he has and how much they both are not where they want to be, mm-hmm. but how kind of stubborn they are in that. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I would say the kind of growth, as Kelly would say, I'm moving a hand up, growth <laughs> with, uh, with Daniel has been very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Everyone was getting on him about his uh, Playboy sweater. I thought The black internet was was blowing him up, but I thought it was interesting how they suited him in that sweater as a Playboy Playboy sweater when he actually wasn't because he got he tried to have these different girls over to make Issa jealous, but it really didn't work. So he was the actual opposite of the Playboy sweater that he was wearing. Unless I'm reading too much into it, but that's what I thought about it. Yeah, I just thought it was. I didn't read that much into it. That's just me personally. I just thought they just wanted to put him in a sweater. <laughs> like you know what I mean. I thought it was cute, but the internet do be hating. When they had Lawrence in that hot ass, now I will say last season when they had Lawrence in that hot ass sweater in LA. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't I'm get like, that at all. LA is like 75 degrees and sunny all year round. <laughs> Why this man got on the hot ass sweater? <laughs> Looking like Carl Thomas. So what's next? What are you predictions for the rest of the season? Um I think Molly is going to have a rude awakening at work. I think she's gonna not get cursed out by um, some of the people that work at her law firm, but I think that she'll just be in a situation where she realizes how she isolated herself. For Issa, she's going to take on new responsibilities with this job. So you think she's going to get a new job? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know. What do, what do you think? I think she's going to go work for that Beats place. Oh, the, the one, the one yeah. she started the job for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That could be it, too. Yeah. And I think she, her in Prison Bay, who I'm... That's my bold prediction, that he's going to be a prison bay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, well, we look forward to more insecure, um, kind of related, but not really. I remember Issa Rae was saying on The Breakfast Club, she has a number of seasons she would like for Insecure. So what do you think will be the last season? What number? I think we're getting close. It's already season three. I can see them maybe going for one or two more seasons. Yeah, I say six. I think six would probably be like the last season of insecure we'll see yeah i mean like i don't want it to go away anytime soon i don't either i don't either but so, it's just interesting yeah as the characters develop it's like how how much more evolution are we really going to see like when is it going to end I'm, I'm i'm excited for the journey yeah i'm yeah, excited me too. for the journey so that's how that's how i'm taking it me too the young 
Well, join us next week. We'll try to put the pod up um, on Mondays, Sunday night Mondays, um, as an insecure recap. It'll be a little snippet pod, so, you know, you can listen to it on your job, on your way into work, while you're typing up that email that you've been typing for the past 45 minutes, trying to look busy. We all know <laughs> what you're doing. Um, but, yeah, check it out, the Insecure Recap Show. Thank you all. Talk to you soon.